Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to the Mustard Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch and I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Lindsay Havens. Hello. Hello. Well, I know Lindsay's eager to uh, to get out <laughs> of this podcast and see the band Local Natives perform sure in our office. So we're just going to hop right into it, you know? Let's do it. None of that sure. uh, witty banter jibber that we jabber. like to, uh, the jibber jabber. <laughs> you remember the jibber, I guess now we are doing this, the jibber jabber, you would like shake its neck and it would make a bunch of weird noises. No. That was like the stupidest no, toy. What, is, what are you talking about? I jibber feel jabber. like you found a stick at a young age. No, this was <laughs> yeah. a real thing and it was like a goofy looking guy and you would shake his neck and then... There was a funny noise thing in his head, and it would – it's real, I promise. He's just abusing me. Yeah, what? what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, you're right. That was a real person. So weird. And the, the, the funny thing in his head that made the noise was the brain. I forgot yeah. about that. Uh, mm. Anyways, uh, well, let's talk about – we've teased this a little bit on Twitter. Uh, Miley Cyrus, she is coming. Let's go. She has arrived yes. at our podcast. I wish she so was. So we here. have uh, Miley Cyrus is back with a six song EP, which is a preview of an upcoming album. She'll be releasing the album uh, in three parts, as one does these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and first part is She is Coming. I can assume the next one will be She's Here. And then the You're last wrong. one will be like, oh, she's gone. No. That's, yeah, those I forget what the names. <laughs> yeah, I forget what the what is what are the next two called? I forget um, actually. She's. Well, I could find out. I have this. And that's not almost here. Anyway. She's she's on the way. It's like oh, she actually got lost and she has to get up early tomorrow, she so detour. she's probably not going to come after all. All right, let's keep going. We'll find okay. it. Okay, so uh, so Miley, the one I wanted to talk about um, specifically, well, kind of the whole thing, but um, the what I wanted to focus on the last track, which is called the most. Um, my yes. favorite Miley. Well, I would say first off, I do prefer my Miley in messy, dirty pop mode. Um, I'm definitely more of a, a bangers person than I am a younger now fan. Uh, Malibu is a great song, but mm-hmm. overall, I thought that album was just a little snoozy. It's not really what I'm looking for in my Cyrus. I want my Cyrus, uh, you know, on a song with Nelly talking mm-hmm. about pissing her pants in a car that's going yeah, too that's... fast. Um, and this isn't quite that crazy, like. 
I mean, I guess Catitude maybe gets borderline there. But yeah. uh, this is Miley back in that, like, wild mode where she's talking about, you know, being drunk, being high, like, <clears throat> embracing the fact that she can be good and evil, you know, that duality within the same person, which is all very, you know, like, relatable mm-hmm. sort of content and also <laughs> content. Uh, and also sort of, like, <laughs> speaks to her country roots. I mean, that's, like, a big part of country music, at least more traditional country music, is, like, these people who like want to do good, but are like, yeah, but sometimes I get messed up and I like do the wrong things drink and I a cheat. Lot of whiskey. And I drink too much and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that being said, the majority of the EP is kind of that bad girl pop, uh, but the last song is just like one of those gorgeous ballads that she, you know, does incredibly well and has done so well even throughout her like Disney days. Yeah, um, my favorite Miley song ever is "Adore You." I feel like the most is in that vein. Uh, and I'm happy to see her return to it. Um, but so I wanted to hear what you guys say about that. And then and we're going to get to the great catitude. Uh, mm-hmm. But what do you guys think about the EP overall? I love this EP. Um, wow. The other one, the next one is She Is Here and then She Is Everything. Yeah. And these are all part part of a collection called She Is Miley Cyrus. Ooh, she I is. Like that's that. true. Dun, dun, dun. Can't argue with that. Yeah. Um, I think this EP is, I think it's a lot of fun. The last song is so beautiful and gorgeous. Um Catitude, as much as I hate it, I I like it. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's ridiculous, but it's, like, fun and awesome because it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, man, I'm blinking. What's the opening track? Mother's Daughter. R- Come oh, on. Oh, my gosh. Of course. Come on. That song is truly fantastic. Um, it fits in very well with Halsey's Nightmare. And I hope oh, I hope we okay. get more of these, like, pop punky songs yep. right now. Because um, right now I just... You know, I have a playlist going, but it's just those two. So. I've had a, I've, I've been doing this thing where I go back and forth between mother's daughter and sicko mode. Like they actually complement each hmm. other very I well. I can see that. Anyway, good call. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, my whole thing about Miley Cyrus, and I'm a big Miley Cyrus fan. I purchased a Miley Cyrus <laughs> T-shirt less than a week ago when I saw her at Primavera Sound Fest in Barcelona. Shout out to Barcelona. I want to see this shirt. Um, I'll, I'll send you a photo. Yeah, Thank wear you. our next podcast. Uh, I just might. My thing about Miley Cyrus uh, and being a Miley Cyrus fan is like I've accepted that she – like talk about the song called The Most. Like Miley Cyrus is the most. She's never yeah. going to like – she's never going to like, uh, you know, like – turn the volume down on who she is and, mm-hmm. and what she wants to do and, and her impulses. Sometimes it's amazing and brilliant and sometimes mm-hmm. it's not. And I think that like people get frustrated because uh, like you love bangers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think bangers is kind of a mess, but has like four incredible songs on it. Uh, I would say the same thing about dead pets. I think that like lighter and shout mm-hmm. out to our colleague Tati, uh, a fellow dead pets Stan. Um mm-hmm. I mean, there are songs on that album that are unlistenable, but the, and then there are songs on that album that I, I would consider like some of my favorite pop songs of the decade. Um, same with you know younger now, and kind of same with this. Like I think that like you you know Catitude and Joe and I behind the scenes. This is a little <laughs> peek behind the curtain of Must Hear Music. Um, we've been arguing about this song because Joe naturally thinks it's great. Uh, I think it's you know not. But, uh, you know, at the same time, I think Mother's Daughter is going to be certainly in my, like, top single, like, pop singles of this year. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of the thing. Like, Miley's always all over the place uh, in 
are to kind of take zoom back a little bit like in the way we consume music which is much more singles driven like she's really thrived because you can have like a we can't stop and a wrecking ball and not really worry if the rest of the album that they belong on is kind of up and down and mm-hmm. all over the place uh and i think that's kind of the same thing with this i i i don't love half the songs on this on the cp but i can't wait to hear more because mother's daughter i i like the most a lot as well mm-hmm. and i like uh, party up the street mm-hmm. um, great song so yeah, great Sway Lee song. Yeah, <laughs> yes, featuring Miley. So that was my my Miley That's soliloquy. Good. It's a good take. Um, I mean, my defensive catitude is that you know I agree it's ridiculous and like is Miley a great mm-hmm. rapper? No, but like. I Oof. love the this. second verse where she's like, "Queen, Queen," is what, that's where it gets a little. But, you know, <laughs> it, it, the attitude though is just very like she's very charismatic. Like whether yeah. she's acting or singing or whatever, yeah. and I think she sells it. But I mean, really, it's the RuPaul verse that does it for me. Like right. I just like love the RuPaul uh, verse does it for you. Joe? Yes, surprisingly, right. I'm, in, I'm into <laughs> the RuPaul see that verse. Coming. But it, I think it actually is cool, and it's also I do think important. You know, Miley Cyrus is an A-list pop star. Um, and for her to like, you know, like a lot of people appear on Drag Race um, mm-hmm. on that platform and then for her to like take him and bring him to her platform, it's a nice like it's very good returning point. the favor and also having a verse where, you know, this drag queen like sings in very sex positive way yeah. um, about pardon the X rated expression sucking dick, I think is an important thing that I think even if you don't like it, I think there's a cultural importance to it. Um, but I also just like the attitude of like him saying the line, what I do with a dick, elect me president. Now, a lot of people did. He clarified this on Twitter. He does not say president. He says president. I mean, that's just incredible. Like, that is, I live for that. Oh, yes. Genius. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing to say. Yeah. Um, Speechless. Exactly. <laughs> Mic drop, even though I'm not holding one. Um, all right. Well, let's listen to the most, though. So this is the the less salacious side of She Is Coming. Uh, and it's lovely, and here it is. All right, that was New Miley. Uh, let's talk about, Jason, let's do uh, a Joe Bros. I feel like we should go with Lindsay, actually. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Indie corner. Yeah, here. you know, indie uh, corner. Oh, yeah, let's, yeah. Do, uh, let's do Carly Hansen. Okay. So uh, you chose two songs. You're I really, did, because I just couldn't pick uh, one. <laughs> making things so hard for us. Uh, you want to talk about Cigarettes and Hazel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think these are the last two on the album. So yes, Carly Hansen is a 19-year-old like alternative pop artist living in L.A. right now. This is her debut EP called Junk. Um, the and it's the reasoning but. behind that. She's just like, we all got junk. Sure. That's you true. Know, like honestly. mental junk. I yeah. own Junk, the album by M83. So I also so you have get junk. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I naturally love this EP because I think it's a, a cross in terms of songwriting between Avril Lavigne and Halsey, <laughs> which is just like, Whoa. sign me up, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, Haven's core. Very. And I'm just excited to see where Carly will go from here. There's there's a lot, obviously, anytime like a 19-year-old artist is emerging right now, it's easy to compare to Billie Eilish or other people who are sort of in that vein. But I think she's doing something different by being like a little more alternative pop leaning in a traditional way. 
Um, and I don't mean that as a bad thing at all. Like her lyrics are great. I love on cigarettes the striking image of what an ashtray could signify. Like uh, Dean Lewis did this on a song too, but like using the ashtray to symbolize a relationship or like what's left behind from a relationship I mm-hmm. think is really powerful and she does a good job of that here. And then on Hazel, that's just a beautiful song. Yeah. Um, and I oftentimes you think of like, oh, it's about Hazel Eyes. Thank you, Kelly Clarkson. Um, but this is not. This is about a person named Hazel, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like the sentiment of just like when you can feel that something is up, even though the person won't ever tell you that something is wrong. Um, but you just, you know, like at your core, you can feel it. And she sort of explores that here. And yeah, I'm a big fan of hers. That's like when I when I came in back into the office this weekend, I was like, I don't think Catitude's very good. And Joe didn't say anything. And he <laughs> yeah. kept glaring at me. But you and just I, feel it was like Hazel. Something was wrong. Yeah. You yeah. feel something was wrong. Uh I yeah, I like Carly Hansen a lot. Back in my arms, uh great pop single. Uh, mm-hmm. I have not dug into the new collection. Um, but uh, you know, you gotta you gotta think like to have two separate Carlys making vital right. pop music in 2019, <sighs> big year for Carlys. Yeah, if big you're making Carly's. pop music and your name isn't Carly, I'm not what interested. What are you doing? Yeah, honestly, like bye. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. So sounds uh, limiting. First off, yeah. <laughs> shout out Gab Ginsburg, uh, who wrote a great uh, profile on Carly Hansen mm-hmm. for Billboard. Uh. Yeah. I think. I mean, I like both these songs, especially Hazel. Though I think is just like. This is like arrestingly gorgeous. Yeah. And like what you were saying, like it's so relatable, the whole thing about, you know, like a friend or a lover. It's not really clear. Mm-hmm. Um, at least I wasn't to me. Um, that, you know, something's amiss, but you know, and you're trying to get out of them, they won't say what it is, they're kind of brushing you off, but you can like, you know, you get them, you get their soul or blah, whatever. Yeah. And you feel that something's up and it's hurting you because you care about them so much. It's hurt. And you can really feel that ache in her voice. Like she sounds so hurt while she's singing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the way she sings it, at least on the verses, is pretty interesting. She um, he kind of puts the kind of like a rhythmic emphasis on the uh, on certain notes in a way that you don't usually, you know, singing will have a sort of melody. And in this, she kind of like hits the same staccato notes every bar. Yeah. Um, which is cool. I don't know. It's different. So I, I think she's really interesting. Um, she sort of came out of nowhere for me, and mm-hmm. I'm really happy to have these songs in my life, and uh, yeah. I dig. Cool. All right. Well, let's let's listen to one of them. Uh, okay. We're gonna Hazel? do Hazel. Yeah. yeah. So it's Carly Hansen, Hazel. Hazel, why you lying? Hanging with those other people. You're not like them. We both know you got your demons. Don't try to hide them. Ain't no good can come from staying up on All right, uh, let's do, let's do, uh, so we already let's teased go. Joe Bros. <laughs> let's go. Let's dive in. So let's Joe do it then. Bros. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Gab Ginsburg, another shout out to her because uh, in the music meeting we just had, she called uh, this album perfect, Whoa. which was wow. <laughs> tough to, you know, tough, tough to my wrap my, my head yeah. around. But um, yeah, so Jonas Brothers are back. Um and uh, happiness begins is is to me kind of like the victory lap of this whole hugely successful comeback mm-hmm. that they've had this year. I mean, I um, 
it, I, I heard a lot of these songs a couple months ago, before, actually before Sucker even came out, uh, when they were prepping the the kind of launch. But wow. uh, so yeah, what can I say? You know, flexing, start flexing, of a big deal. flexing yeah. on like the Joe Bros listenings, I guess. Yeah. Well, you were like hanging with Kevin Jonas, and he was like, "Hey, I got some tunes on my phone. What oh, do you really? think, Jason? What's this?" Uh. I guess that's my voice in this. Area. I guess, yeah. You're, um, you're doing you would an think you would just yourself. do your own. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, but I I say that not to f- subtly flex on Lindsay, right? But right. To, Never. <laughs> but to say that I knew a lot of these songs actually were really strong, even mm-hmm. when Sucker came out, and obviously it was it's a great single, incredible pop song, um, and a huge hit for them, their biggest hit of their career. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, still number one on our airplay chart. Which is pretty it's incredible. Wild. It, it is yeah. impressive. It came out three months ago. That's awesome. Um, anyway, uh, I knew that it wasn't just kind of a one-hit wonder, like flash in the pan, mm-hmm. like big comeback. I I was anticipating a lot of these songs coming out because I knew that they were really strong and, and up to the level of Sucker. If may, may, I mean, Sucker is definitely the standout of this album. But um, I want to talk about I Believe, which is just like a really uh, like cleanly produced, very sleek type of prop track it's like very 80s influenced Mm -hmm. um very fun and and the whole vibe of this album um definitely doesn't take itself too seriously i think the worst thing that this album could have been is just like really serious about like kind of what the documentary is i don't know I, i haven't watched the documentary yet i've seen like clips from it but you know they're pretty serious about like we never thought we were getting back together and we had to go through some stuff before we came back and like there's the album's not really that vibe at all and mm-hmm. i'm glad it isn't like mm-hmm. it's a very fun very loose pop record um they don't really have that high of stakes they already have their big hit single and they already have their arena tour booked and yeah. screaming fans so like i'm glad it's that loose where it is kind of like i said like the victory lap and i think that um yeah it's it's a it's a fun listen what 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 do you think joe yeah, I mean, I think I, I fun is like, a, I mean, it, you know, fun is just a, a straightforward way of putting it, but I think it's sort yeah. of like the an important thing to emphasize because, yeah, like you think of like, um, you know, teeny boppers kind of coming back with the reunion album, you know, yeah. how many years down the road. Uh, those tend to be, you know, yeah, they like kind of suck the fun out of it. They make a point of being like, hey, we're adults now. Like yep. here we're going to have a sex song. We're going to have a really serious relationship song. And, you know, like just like and it's like, no, like people liked you because you brought joy to their lives. And this like conti- like it's a matured sound for sure and a modernized sound. But it like continues to like just be about like bringing joy to fans lives. Like it's yeah. just such a fun sound. Um, yeah, I believe is good. I also really like Only Human, yep. which uh, kind of is that like I'm a little older now. Like we're gonna get a little drunk and wow, you know. Is that a Rag and Bone Man remix? No. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Human while I was while I was on vacation. I thought of you. Uh, I forget. I heard it in like a shop somewhere. Oh yeah. Friggin' Rag and Bone Man just still following going. me to different continents. Right. Anyway, yeah. At least someone's mm-hmm. listening to it. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Hey. All love. Sure Don't rag. Nice. Yeah. On. He'll have a bone to pick with me. <laughs> oh, man. Um, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, so only human sort of is that, like, you know, we're getting a little drunk, you know, hooking up on the carpet sort of thing. But it's it's done in a way that sounds like super, like, 80s and ebullient. Um, it doesn't sound forced at all. Like they've just grown up and now they're like singing about that within this like frothy pop context. Um, 
I'm I'm excited about it. I think it's cool, and I feel like I've not seen them live, but I've heard their live show is incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see them live. Uh, can I make? I want to point out one gripe I've had with this whole Jonas Brothers rollout. Oh. Sure, um, it has nothing to do with the actual album. I have not appreciated a lot of like writings about the Jonas Brothers comeback, um, describing like the Nick Jonas songs as like minor hits or just kind of forgettable. Right. Like, and I've yeah. seen that a lot. And it's like, yo, Jealous is like <laughs> is, is incredible. the jam. Yeah. Like yeah. chains, like uh, levels. Like he's he had some and songs. And was a His big bacon hit, song. Yeah. The, not the bacon song. No, featuring <laughs> Ty Dolla Sign. I wonder if uh, our colleague Ross, who loves all Ty Dolla Sign. It's his favorite song. Didn't they do a bizarre bacon. performance yes. of that in like the in VMAs? A diner. In a, oh, that was that was tough, weird. But yeah. listen, to, listen uh, that's just a minor aside. Listen to Jealous. Jealous still really holds up. Uh, the Tanache remix of Jealous also still really holds up. So yeah, and continuing to give praise to Nick Jonas, uh, really good actor actually. That movie Goat, which was about uh, hazing in fraternities, he was fantastic in it. Also in, the- in Jumanji. The I, jungle I one. might have missed the Jumanji so good. reboot or whatever. The you hell didn't it was. see the, the new Jumanji? It's no, really I, good. It's so no, good. see, yo, you got worth. Yeah, you're this behind. Tease for next week. We're gonna make Joe watch Jumanji in the next week, and oh God. we're gonna talk about it yeah. on next week's Must Hear Music Pod. I'll be curious how you're gonna force that to happen, but <laughs> Godspeed. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's listen to it. So, Jonas Brothers, the new album is Happiness Begins, uh, and the song is I Believe. Call me crazy, and people say that we move too fast. But I've been waiting for a reason, there ain't no turning back. Cause you show something I can live without. Well, I believe that was a pretty neat song. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Um, all right, Lindsay, because I yes. know you've uh, you got a fire under your chair. We're going to talk about your pick uh, for right. your next one, Bon Iver. We've got two new songs from uh, Justin Vernon. We've got Hey Ma, which is, I was shocked to find not a Cameron cover. I thought it was going to be, you know. So sorry to it, Jewel Santana's not on it either. It's pretty weird. Um, and then the other one is you, the letter U, parentheses, man-like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell me about these songs. I'm very glad to have some new music from Bon Iver. Um, and I think these are both interesting in terms of, so, Hey Ma, the intro, you know, you're listening and it honestly sounds like you could be listening to a track from For Emma Forever Ago. It very mm-hmm. much fits in with that aesthetic. But then a few seconds more, and you're like, oh, right, he's, like, this band is doing something a little more experimental these days. Mm-hmm. Um, it finds a really nice common ground between their previous album and some of the older stuff that people still love Bon Iver for. So for that, I I really appreciate it. And then You, Man Like, is, it almost sounds like it could be a John Legend song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I love the piano intro. I think these two complement one another really nicely and you know if they're coming off of an album it's it's almost like this is what you would expect from Bon Iver right now but I've said this before they're one of the few bands where I don't mind if they do more of the same it's not like I'm constantly looking for them to reinvent their sound or change it up too drastically so 
That's about it for that's me. That's fine. That's that. That's enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I think I liked Hema enough. Was I mean, it's just kind of what you said, like more of the same. Like, there's the falsetto. You know, it's it it's checks all the boxes. Echo laden. It's atmospheric. Mm-hmm. It it didn't grab me that much. You know, and I, I think that's sort of. I would say for me, true of a lot of Bon Iver stuff where like if I hear a song one off, I'm sort of like out of context. I'm not that into it. But when I listen to a full album, I, I kind of get it a bit more. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was fine. But I, I did like uh, you, man. Like and it is like for him, like kind of weirdly traditional. Like it's a pretty just like mm-hmm. beautiful, like short, straight. Like it's, the song structure is pretty traditional. The sound, like you said, you know, it could be. Uh, John Legend, you know, there's a little bit of like electronic stuff and some pitch shifting on it, but it's pretty standard and I, it does it really well. It almost kind of like makes me wish he would do like not a full album, but maybe like just an EP of him doing like really straightforward, like adult contemporary pop. <laughs> yeah. Um, that would be like kind of interesting. Totally. But yeah, it's it's good. Deuce, deuce. Um, <laughs> which uh, which song do you want to have us listen to? Um, let's do "You Manlike." All right, "You Manlike." Let's listen to it, Bonnie Vare. I will see you off now down the back of the ridge. There's just something that I got to show you. There is no Miranda's ride in the comments. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, that was new Bonnie Bear. Um, And next... So we've got, uh, let's see. Did you say Bonnie Bear? I did. Yeah. Do you remember that meme, the Bonnie yeah. Bear meme? No. Anyways, whatever. That was before Shout out time. to the internet. That was probably 2011. Ago. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't on the internet yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's do, let's do Jason. Let's do your Muna and then we'll Muna. wrap up with my Avicii. Uh, yeah. So Muna's back. Number one fan. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I have a an interview coming that I think will probably Ooh, be up by the time you're listening yeah. to this. Check that out on Billboard.com, I guess. Um, but yeah, Muna is great. They're a great uh, indie pop band uh, on RCA Records, and um, they opened for Harry Styles on tour. Which sure I, did. I, they sure did, uh, which is a tour I didn't get to see. I'm really sad. Yeah, I missed that. I forgot it's something it was out of I that saw it um, at Radio City, and it was bizarre. Like I, I don't know the the screaming fans. I hadn't experienced something like that mm-hmm. in a long time. 
Yeah. Um, but new new single number one fan is out uh, in uh, which precedes their second album, which is coming out in September. Um, and it's great. It's it's basically about like confronting self doubt and being your own biggest fan. Hence the title. Uh, and yeah, I mean, they're what they're doing. And I've heard a couple more songs on this album. What what they're doing really is like streamlining some of their their strengths, which is I I think like they they really understand how to make like synth pop that doesn't sound like very retro mm-hmm. um it does kind of sound very forward looking uh and also like putting the lyricism a little bit more in in the foreground mm-hmm. um i don't really have much else to say i just think they're like a really solid pop group and it was cool to catch up with them Lindsay uh uh said hi to them as well i did i went to high school with katie gavin Went to high school wow. with Katie, mm-hmm. which is cool. Editor's yeah. notes. Yeah, Editor's conflict note. of interest. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> just <laughs> Lindsay beating down my office door like, you we must have, cover Moon you, Look yeah. at them. <laughs> I know them. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, I, I'm really excited for, for the rest of the album to come out in a few months. It's just cool to have them back. I'm excited to see their new their new tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those who haven't heard their first album, uh, which came out in 2017, oh, it's, so good. it's so good. It's just a great synth pop album. So yeah. What do you think, Joe? Uh, super impressed with this. Uh, the the opening line is just like remarkable. It's so I heard the bad news. Nobody likes me, and I'm going to die alone. Like, ugh, I love that. Yeah. Thing. I know. Like, just such a like leaning into like, like a dagger being a downer. It's a dagger to the heart, but it's also relatable. Like, I you know maybe not everyone, but a lot of people have those moments where you're just you're like you're totally over yourself, and yeah. you're like this is it. I'm it's it's all hopeless. Um. And, uh, you know, but that's not, that's not the overall takeaway of the song. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the music itself is also just fantastic. Like, you know, I feel like they've done a good job with the 80s pop before. I feel like streamlined what you said is true. Like, this is, I feel like, better than stuff in their past. Like, I feel like they've maybe tread some familiar territory. And to me, this does sound like they're making it a little more modern, you know, mm-hmm. sending out a little bit more from their uh, synth revivalist contemporaries. Um, it's just like a perfectly put together pop song. You know, there's the sprightly new wave guitars. Yeah. The uh, synths are kind of an odd time signature on the verses. It's just and, you know, the vocal is like kind of this wicked self-deprecating tone. It's just yeah. it's great. Yeah. For as modern as the, the sound is, I love the album art. It is very much retro. Yeah. Like totally like 90s. I haven't seen it. 90s vibes. I'll pull you it up for it you. Out. Oh, thanks, Jason. And on that note. I'm out. All right. Wow. <laughs> what a mic drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, on that note, let's listen to it. So it's Muna, number one fan. So I heard the bad news. Nobody likes me and I'm going to die alone in my bedroom. Looking at strangers on my telephone. Well, what are you? All right, that was New Muna, number one fan. Uh, next and certainly, well, next and last, certainly not least, uh, New Avicii, as it were, posthumous Avicii album yeah. called Tim. Uh, this song I picked is the first song on the album. It's Avicii featuring Vargas and Lagola, who are a Swedish production duo. Uh, it's called Peace of Mind. Uh, and Lindsay, who had to run out to see a band she loves, 
Uh, wait, now uh, I already forgot. What did she say? She said it was local natives. No, I know, but what did she? What was her quote? She said this song was eerie but good. Or am I misquoting her? I don't know. You know, like I don't. I don't. Said, yeah, yeah, she's smarter than me, so she said something more. Uh, something real pithy. Yeah, exactly. Full of pith. I can. I can't interpret her. Um, but anyways, yeah. So there is a posthumous Avicii album uh, out today. Uh, the the song "Peace of Mind" is to me one of the standouts on it. Um, a lot of it is like, I mean, you know, it, this is an album that came together after his death, so naturally, you know, this isn't his vision per se. But a lot of these songs had been finished and were kind of like lying around for a few years. He yeah, had like sent them to other DJs so they could play in their sets. So it's not like you know a lot of posthumous albums. Someone will take like just the bones of a song and then you know totally build it up separate from what the artist might have envisioned. Like, these are basically, like, completed stuff that he had. Um, But a lot of it's straightforward. You know, there's an L.O. Black uh, collaboration that is, you know, not a retread of Wake Me Up, but is similar to what you might expect those two to do together. Uh, Heaven is an uncredited Chris Martin vocal from the same sessions that produced A Sky Full of Stars, the Coldplay single back in the day, and it sounds very much like that. I mean, it's lovely, but, you know, very familiar kind of traditional EDM ballad sounds. Uh, But the reason I like Peace of Mind so much is because it's a little different. Um, Yeah, it's like the mixture of acoustic guitars and electronics, which, of course, he's done before. Um, But it's a little lower key and moodier for Avicii. Um, And it's just, you know, like it, it seems to like plumb a little more of like emotional depth than sometimes you get with the more straightforward uh, singles. And I appreciate that. And the other song that he does with them on the album, uh, which is called Tough Love, is similarly a bit more progressive yep. uh, than what we're hearing on the rest of the album. And, you know, it's it's easy to read into the lyrics after someone's death, but the song is kind of about, like, struggling to find peace of mind in the world, um, you know, just, like, kind of going along this roller coaster and, you know, not being able to find, you know, a moment's peace somewhere. Uh, so I, I don't want to read too much into it, but, yeah. you know, it certainly speaks to kind of feeling... Uh, out of place in a whirlwind situation. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things where, um, you know, whenever an artist passes away and they're under thirty years old, it just it's sometimes it just kind of hits you that they're gone and just like it's very very it's it's kind of devastating all over again. And I I ended up thinking about that this week with this album coming out. I was like, man, I I I still kind of can't believe that. Avicii's gone and it's been over a year obviously but um it's it's still really sad and really raw and I think you know I think that more than anything what this album is is uh good at is is reminding people that he he really was progressive like you were saying like he he certainly there are some artists especially in like the EDM world who you know crank out hits but aren't necessarily kind of pushing anything forward but you think of a song like Wake Me Up which was Avicii's biggest hit um with Aloe Black, like that was a pretty groundbreaking song. Like it just was, in terms yeah. of like the mixture of uh, like I think the term was what like folktronica, folktronica, yeah. But you know, just you know the kind of ingenuity and and kind of daring associated with yeah. having that as a as a single. Like you know, with Aloe Black, who wasn't like a big a big name at the time. Um, yeah, it's just you know he was certainly trying things and was really well respected and. Uh, this is a good, like I said, this album, which is very strong. I think this album is very strong front to back, um, is a good reminder that he, he really was kind of innovative. Uh, and whenever like the time capsule exists of this whole like kind of EDM boom mm-hmm. of, you know, Dead Mouse and Skrillex and everyone who became superstars in the early 2010s, like I think you have to 
a uh, mention of Ichi as someone who who really did try to push things forward, uh, like I was saying. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think daring is like the good word. Yeah. That. There Great you go. Word choices today. Oh, what can I say? Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's listen to it. It's Avicii featuring Vargas and Lagola, and it's Peace of Mind from the posthumous Tim album. All right, that was that's a wrap. That's as a wrap. They say. Wow. Whew. Yeah. That's all, folks. And the, 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 that, yeah. Yeah. Is that trademark? Do we have to pay that? Do a Porky Pig? So. I don't know. Probably don't... not. Um, all right. Well, that, I don't know. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. We will be back. Next Are we talking Madonna next week? I, I feels oh, like we, we might have you to. Better believe it. Yeah. A little tease. Uh, which wait, which madam could we be talking about next week? Maybe Madam X. Maybe Madam Y? Madam W? No, no. Yeah. There's I'm, only uh, one. I'm so excited for the Madonna album. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Uh, I, I can't even <laughs> I can't even put it into words. Well, there you All go. All right. Anyways, we will catch you next week. Thank you for listening, as always. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.